0: Warning, this podcast was produced by two men who still think that swearing is both big and clever. As a result, it contains quite a lot of it. Therefore, this podcast is not suitable for children, unless they're really fucking cool children. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is Dave Fenton here with another episode of Pop Collaborate and Listen. Oh, as always, I'm here with my long-term life partner.
1: Why not? That'll do. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. Uh, Mr. Christopher DeGreer. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? So, why are we here, Krista? We are here, right. The date today, we're recording this, is Thursday the 11th of June, 2020. It is just coming up on 9pm, and if everything in this year hadn't gone to shit, normally we would be sitting in a field somewhere in the Midlands with a load of mates drinking beers and preparing ourselves for three days of rock and metal at Download Festival.
0: Yeah, and I cannot uh, underestimate how much it fucking sucks that we're not there this this week. No,
1: absolutely. I've always said, you know, I don't really take go to holidays abroad or stuff. I treat this as my annual big holiday, and it's my favourite time of the year.
0: Absolutely. And look, I know that people sneer at rock festivals sometimes. I know that the more indie-minded of you may sneer at it, the more pop-minded of you may look at it and be like, Oh no, it's full of... T- you know what though? I love so many different types of music, but no music is better live than rock music,
1: is it? Oh, it's, it's the best. It is the best. And the thing, the thing is, well, it come, we get flack from the other side as well, because the real metalers go, oh, fucking Dino, it's that's, that's for, it's for kids. You should come to Bloodstock and uh, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, fair enough, mate. If I wanted to see nothing but death metal, I might go somewhere else. But
0: I mean, I don't think that's necessary. For, I think there's some really good variety in a lot of the other festivals. I've been to them. I've been to Hellfest. I've been to Bloodstock. I've been, you know, I've been to festivals around Europe. And I, I love them. I enjoy them. I, you know, I loved Hellfest. Had a really good time there. But there is something incredibly special for me uh, about the heritage that me and you and our mates have got with that yeah. Download festival. Because we've been to every single one of the fuckers between us. Uh,
1: we absolutely have. Now, you say we go with a lot of our mates. And we should emphasize, we go with a load of our mates uh, last year was the biggest one so far and we had about 40 people but yeah so that's why we were recording this because we should be getting drunk in a field but we can't do it this year and so we just thought we'd have a, a very brief this isn't going to be a full-length episode or anything but just a brief kind of chat about some of the best 90s bands that we have seen at this festival in the yeah. past
0: and i think you know I, I think our feeling you know when we took discuss doing it a couple of days ago was oh you know we're already getting the spirit of downloading things. and i'm now sat down to do it and i'm looking at a photo behind me of time's gone by and you've got the logo i'm just thinking this is fucking depressing
1: <laughs> i know i know but the only thing we can uh kind of uh, reassure ourselves with is the fact that it's raining
0: that is true. It's raining outside. You know, and it's always that, that toss-up. I mean, I've had very good downloads when it's raining. You always have the best ones when it's sunny, though, don't you?
1: Oh, absolutely. It makes a massive difference.
0: So the idea for, for this episode, the idea that we've had, we're not going into this with any notes. We've not done the same level of preparation. We're not really going to edit this conversation much either. We're just going to yeah. throw it out there. Um, but uh, So we, we're just going to try and have a bit of a chat about uh, some of our favorite live bands that we've seen, that, bands that you would think of as 90s bands or bands yeah. that first came to prominence or had their biggest success in the
1: 90s. It's a fairly loose. You know, there are bands that we would both say, oh, those were some of our favorite times that don't fit within that remit. And we're not going to be chatting, talking about them today. That's not what we're at.
0: I mean, but... uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think if I ask you, I think your answer is favorite thing you've ever
1: seen at Download ACDC. ACDC. Hands down
0: for me, my favourite, favourite thing I ever
1: saw. But we've seen some good shit from the 90s too. Yes, we have. Yes, we absolutely have. Uh, what do you want to go for first? What do you want to nominate as one of your your picks?
0: I'll do a couple of honourable mentions, I guess. Go for it. Uh, I mean, Deftones are a band that have continued mm. to have success. So, and you know, they, they kind of came out at the back end of the 90s. What, the 96 or so? Was their first?
1: 96, was it? yeah, I think Adrenaline 96. Yeah, no, no, you know, in
0: 96 and then obviously, uh, you know, a year or so after that, you had uh, uh, Around the Fur. Right. Yep. Um, White Pony, I think, was 2000, I think. Right. But, you know, a band with a certain amount of 90s heritage. Uh, they, I thought their show that was, what, was that 2016?
1: Well, I mean, we've seen them a couple of times. Well, more than a couple. We've seen them a few times at Download uh, in, on various years and at varying levels of good.
0: Well, I, well this is the thing about the F Times Live, isn't it? I mean... Yeah. You know, I'm a bit. I'm a big Deathtones fan. I, you know, I like most of their records. I do like them a lot. Uh, But fuck me, when Chino Moreno is bad live, he is very bad. And that's yeah. I mean, literally, it all hinges on that, doesn't it? It's 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 what Chino is going to show up today. You know, and like without any disparage disparagement about anyone's fucking weight or body issues, but it does seem that when he shows up and he's been on the pies. Not as fun as he normally is do you
1: know
0: what I mean yeah I mean, when he you know when he, I think he I think he goes between like a kind of a coke and pies diet do you know what I mean and I think
1: <laughs> it's the same with
0: Dave Windorf isn't it well Dave Windorf yes oh, I mean yeah we'll mention well there we go Monster Magnet fucking hell I've seen some good Monster Magnet shows it down later. oh absolutely. Now, there
1: was one what was it about three years ago maybe uh they were on the second stage and they were just incredible Like, they seemed to be so on fire, the whole show, they sounded brilliant. Dave Windorf, the front man, was stunning that day. It all came together brilliantly.
0: Absolutely. But then it was the other occasion when the first time he came back and he gained a lot of weight and he'd gone from being the kind of the lithe, kind of lizardy, kind of rock and roll sex god to this... Dude in sweatpants. That was the thing. It was. It wasn't just that he'd got big. He was <laughs> obviously really self-conscious about the fact he'd got big. So whereas he was always in like kind of tight leather trousers and a, like a leather waistcoat, and he just came out in like a big hoodie and some sweatpants. Yeah. And it's like, mate, what's happened? Yeah, it, was like, a- it was like it was like someone had like like someone had gone missing and they couldn't find him, so they just bought a version of him from Sports Direct. <laughs>
1: Oh man! Yeah. Fuck
0: me, I, I mean christ when when monster magnet are good they're one of the best live bands in the world fucking hell but yeah so back to this yeah so i think 2016 the deftone set got the set list here they play loads of early uh, stuff on that set uh, which is why it's kind of worth mentioning yeah my own summer be quiet and drive uh but yeah i, I remember they finished with uh, engine number no. nine off of uh, adrenaline and it just fucking absolutely yeah. smashed it it was amazing
1: yeah, fantastic. And that's the other thing with Deftones is, I think for me, because I know the earlier albums much better than the later ones, if they start off with a load of new stuff and it's a bit sort of all lost in the, the wash of the sound, mm. I can lose interest. And even if they, the latter half picks up, I'm like, well, yeah, you, I'm done by that point. But if they start off really fucking good and I'm into it, then they as a band, they can really just grab you for the whole thing. Any more uh, honourable mentions, little bits that you you want know, to pick up? On? Um, I mean, uh, let I mean, let's let's talk about uh, helmet, I guess. Helmet, absolutely, yeah.
0: Um, on last week's podcast, we mentioned like one particular moment, which I think is still the outstanding moment of that set when they just started playing. Just another victim.
1: Yeah, indeed, because they, they were headlining like the. Was it the second stage or the third stage? Third stage. The third stage. So, they're, so they're, head like they're on, you know, decently late at night. So we'd had a few beers and we were right in the mood for... Yeah. We were in the mood for a bit of Helmet. And that's exactly what we got. It was a you know, t- really strong show the whole way through. But for me, the cherry on top was whenever they just got that riff going at the end. Because nobody thought they were going to do that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I still remember playing Unsung as well. And just to fucking yeah. rip, rip through that crowd. That, that happened when- you know, it's, I mean, I, Andy Cockburn, if you're listening, you're not listening, please book yeah. it or download again. Uh, yeah. I would really love that to happen again. I would love to see that again. Fuck me, but it was so good, wasn't it?
1: It was fantastic. Uh, it was really good. And because I, I guess what was because it was the third stage, it was, uh, you know, smaller place for them to play. It was nicely packed in there. It wasn't, mm. you weren't just standing out in the middle of nowhere. It was uh, nicely packed. Everybody was into it as well. How could you not be that? It was, it was such a good
0: show. I, I got a feeling they played twice that weekend. I've got a feeling they played another show as
1: well. That rings a bell, actually. Well, no, that, was, that was, I was fucking wicked, that one was.
0: That's why, yeah, one of my favourite download moments of
1: 40 years. Yeah, yeah, um, 15 years ago, fuck me. Oh, Jesus man, Christ. That's ridiculous. What, what else you got, man? What, what else stands out? On the kind of the the smaller scale ones, I remember a few couple of years later, I think it was 2008. um, And it was the year when one of the stages was in the car park. Oh, fuck! I think I know where you're going with this. Uh, um, In fact, well, it was, we'd probably been to see earlier that day. I think we'd seen Lethal Bizzle, which was, I thought, great fun. But like later on that evening, Cavalera Conspiracy, they come out. And, you know, I have no real interest in Cavalera Conspiracy per se. Yeah. But they were they were great fun. But then, because if, if you don't know the Cavalera Conspiracy, uh, the the brothers the Cavaleras were in Sepultura.
0: Yeah, Max and Max and Igor.
1: Igor, um, and they started playing some of that kind of the nineties Sepultura stuff off um, KSAD. And fuck Jesus Christ, it was just brilliant. You know, fair enough. We're never going to see that iteration of Sepultura again.
0: That was as close as you could get, though,
1: wasn't it? Exactly. And everyone says that the new iteration of Sepultura are really good. And I've seen them. They are great, but. Yeah, right, yeah. absolutely great. Max singing those songs was the best thing. You know, just coming out with uh, Refuse, Resist, and Territory and stuff like this. It was brilliant. Blew me away.
0: Territory th- was a third song, fucking Refuse, Resist. Right. Do you know what I mean? Played Arise and Dead Embryonic Cells.
1: Do you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> a... and, they, and then they finished it off with Roots, Bloody Roots. Now, right. I, I'm... Don't yeah. get me wrong, this is, my my memory isn't this fucking good. I am looking at the set list as we're talking here. Indeed. But I still remember them finishing with Roots, Bloody Roots, and just us looking at each other being like, fuck's sake. And
1: oh, uh, god. and ev- that's it, everyone was just looking around at each other going, I can't believe they're playing this one. And then, oh my god, I can't believe they're playing this one. It just went on and on. Everybody was loving every second of it.
0: Yeah, it was just it was the right time
1: for those songs, man. That was like two thousand and eight. That was a yeah. long time ago as well. Was ages ago.
0: We've been seeing these bands for a long time now because we're old fucking men, but yeah. still having a lot of fun with it. Oh, love it. I absolutely love it. That was a good time, man. I remember that. That's, that is literally one of my all-time favourite download memories.
1: Mm-hmm. That stands out for me, yeah. I mean, I, I can't remember, were, you, were you there the first time, System of a Down
0: Headlight?
1: Uh, yes, I was. Yeah. I remember thinking that it, the, the songs were very good, but the band were pretty dull. Is that Sign Right? What is that I think one? The
0: first time, because the first time was one of the very, very early ones. I think it was like 2005.
1: Oh I'm... God! Oh right! Oh no! I, I mean, I would have seen it.
0: I don't remember. Because I mean, I, things I, I remember seeing that, and I remember Chris Green, our friend Chris Green, being there. Yeah. And I remember we were with our friend Jim, who was playing bass in Johnny Truant at the time. Uh huh. I mean, I was a fan of System of Down, and those guys were more skeptical. And they came out, and I was a little bit like, oh, they're, they're okay, they're all right. But I'll be honest with you, this was a long time ago, guys, nothing like this in my life anymore, but we may have been enjoying some refreshments.
1: Ah, uh, right. Yes, yes. And, and
0: amazingly, the more refreshed we got, the better the band got.
1: <laughs>
0: and by the end of it, everyone was really fucking into it, like in a, in a really intensely focused way. Um, okay. okay. We were, uh, but absolutely fucking love that set, 23 songs. Fucking everything because it was before they split up for the first time, so it was at the kind of the height of their powers. Probably also, they hated each other, but I had a fucking wonderful time. And the thing, the thing this is something that is worth mentioning, right? Yes. whether the bands are good or bad is almost somewhat academic at some points at Download Festival,
1: of course, it is. Well, at any festival, anyone would agree because, like, if you're in the mood for the
0: songs and you're drunk enough it kind of doesn't matter how well or badly they play them within
1: certain tolerances. Within certain... Of course. We have both seen shocking uh, performances at Download. Oh. um, When we've gone... Oh, God, this is embarrassing.
0: We walked away from Black Sabbath, man.
1: I know. Yeah, yeah, that last... The very last Black Sabbath uh, show when Ozzy couldn't sing, bless him, for the first four or five songs. Not good. But you're right. We have... I bet you there's some of the shows that we've seen that we remember really fucking brilliantly. If you went back and you saw footage, you go, "Okay, that was all right."
0: Well, here and here is a perfect example of this, right? Friend yeah. of the show, Mr. Mike Collins. We mentioned him in the Faith No More episode.
1: Yeah,
0: he went to see Smashing Pumpkins and The Last Out. Was it last year? Yeah, it was
1: 2019,
0: wasn't it? Yeah, and I, yeah. I saw I saw his Twitter and yep. I saw him went. They were absolutely brilliant. And I went, "What the fuck were you watching?"
1: Yeah.
0: Because what I saw was dog shit. It was terrible. Like one, of the, yeah, like we talking about '90s bands. Fucking, I mean, I never, I never saw Smashing Pumpkins back in the day, and I was really looking forward to it. I thought they were going to come back and be revitalised, and it was just fucking tired and turgid.
1: And, and it was embarrassing watching Billy Corgan be that much of a dick. Yeah, yeah but. That-
0: Mike Collins had a wonderful time, and I bet you any money he was drunker than we were and having a lovely time with a
1: load of people that were really into it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, whenever, we're going to see him whenever Faith No More finally do their show again next year. Yeah. We will we'll take it up with them then.
0: Um, so next
1: up. Well, what about Faith No More, actually?
0: Ah, oh, well, yeah, Faith No More. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I think we've seen him twice. So in 2009, headline, yeah. headline, yeah. and they were just first back. Can you believe that? The reformation of Faith No More after all the years that we thought wasn't going to happen. That was 11 years ago.
1: I know. That's crazy. That's fucked up, man. But it was one of the best things that I I ever did see at that festival. It was so good.
0: Exactly, man. Look, there are are employees of the month in sweatshops all over the third world that aren't even that old.
1: (laughs) They didn't even realise that Faith No More had split up those people.
0: I feel their priorities are out of whack.
1: Um, (laughs) Yeah,
0: fuck me, what a band. I mean, that. I think that first download set, the 2009 one, I think that is almost the perfect Faith No More set list. I'd maybe swap Chinese arithmetic out of it, because I'm not that bothered by that song. But fucking look at it. United, Reunited, real thing, from out of nowhere, land of sunshine, caffeine, evidence. Uh, Chinese arithmetic. surprise you're dead, easy, last cup of sorrow, midlife crisis. Fucking introduce yourself, right. gentle a lot of enemies, take this bowl, ashes to ashes, malpractice, cooking for caca, be aggressive, epic mark Owen, that is
1: that's crazy a, fuck
0: of a set, and then they come back on an encore with strip search and finish with we care a lot. ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous that is I mean like I mean that's a good time in anyone's book isn't it?
1: that has to be that that is uh, solid from A to Z. And I also remember the, the the whole kind of the look that they were doing and the the stage they set up.
0: Yeah, the, the pure
1: white, pure white. They're all wearing white and there's like nice flowers along the front and everything. Yeah, it was it was a brilliant performance.
0: Those are two of my absolute favourite ever performances at Download. Yeah, because uh, that's the thing for about Download for us as well, isn't it? There is only certain bands that will bring everyone together because you know because we got we got mates there that are. You know, kind of like twenty years younger than us, nearly.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. And you know, people who are really into sort of pop punk stuff go up and see Good Charlotte.
0: And then we've got old kind of like kind of crusty punks that are a
1: mate of somebody else's. And and usually, what will happen is the start of the day, you'll go, you'll get up out of your tent and you go, all right, what's everyone seeing? And there'll be, you know, twenty different things that people are like, no, I'm definitely going to see this one and this one and this one and you don't see them for the end of the day.
0: And, and, and you would know because you spend the majority of your time sat in, in
1: front of the tent drinking. That's exactly right, mate. It's the best way to do it. But you're right, stuff like Faith No More, uh, bands like that, are ones that everybody goes, oh, right, you know, I am going to go and see Faith No More.
0: Yeah. And when you've got a fucking great crew together, that's the best part about it. Yeah. So right, what, else, what, what else have we got? Uh,
1: I was going to say another, another one that everyone, pretty much everyone, uh, goes to see um, Metallica. Yeah. You know. uh, one of the first uh, shows that we saw of theirs was whenever they did the the secret show uh, yeah. around some anger.
0: I didn't, I didn't see it. Oh, were you not there? No, I, I basically I was there for the day before. Ah. You had the inside knowledge that it was going to happen. Yeah. So I knew it was happening. I had access to a free ticket, but I had something that I had to be at home for. I can't even remember what it was now. Right. That's the fucked up thing about it. It was something it was so important I couldn't not I couldn't go to the show. Right. But I can't remember what that fucking was yeah. now, and I'd have remembered that show forever. I mean, even though it was on Saint Anger, which is their shittest album.
1: Well, yeah, no, but it was. It was that was a, a you know a lovely place to be for it. Um, but uh, then a couple of years later, or maybe even a year later, they did the show where they played all of and Justice for All, and we both oh, okay. saw that.
0: No, they played and all
1: of Master of Puppets. Oh, Master of Puppets, of course it was. Uh, they played all of that. We both saw that. But then in terms of kind of the 90s aspect, we were both at the show where they played all of their Black album. Yes, indeed. Yeah, and, you know, that was one of the ones where all of our friends were, around. there was just a huge crowd of us watching that did together. They it
0: back to front?
1: Yeah, they did. Yeah, they started, with, started at the end and finished on Enter Sandman.
0: I mean, fair enough. That is a very front that you don't, you don't want to finish the set on this, this, the songs that album ends with. Exactly.
1: No, that was the right way to do it. Um, it made much more sense to know that your last couple of songs are going to be, you know, Sad But True and uh, Enter Sandman. So when thing.
0: fucking Papa Het started pulling all the Metallica
1: family shit? Very possibly. Oh Metallica's family. Because he, he <laughs> went have been weird after rehab, didn't he? <laughs> Was that rehab for chocolate that you had to go in for?
0: (laughs) Fuck it. Then what else have we got? We got, um, here's the thing, right? Yep, I had two of my favorite 90s moments. Uh, at that that download, I think, where where Black Sabbath played because I went across with my uh, good friend Matt Collis, friend of the show, and uh, our friend Lanny, and we went and watched uh, tentatively 90s band Refused. Okay, sure. And I had what was probably my favourite, one of my favourite ever single song moments was when they played New Noise and they just fucking right, yeah. round it up for ages and then just a the whole crowd. I've just got a video of someone, just the whole crowd going, bounce. And it right, was just, yeah, it was yeah. like, you know, it was like when we saw Pharaoh Monch and he played... Uh, Simon Says. But so I'd just seen that. And I'll be honest with you, I was very drunk. I, I I had some little gins in a tin, and we were, and I I think I, I did four of them in a row, and went Oh wow! And yeah, uh, and then so I, then we went, and I came and met you to watch Soundgarden.
1: Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: This would be the last time that Chris Cornell ever played. Well, look, I don't think it's the last time he ever played. It's certainly the last time we ever saw him.
1: Yeah, I I think there might have been a solo show that he did post that, yeah. but it wasn't Soundgarden.
0: Again, I think this absolutely speaks to the whole idea of it's not necessarily the songs; it's the state of mind you're in. Because I remember that show being fucking brilliant, him absolutely nailing it, him doing it ever ever since. Right, but I spoke to you about uh, we mentioned this one in the week, and you said,
1: "I said I remember it being really dull. I just remember it being very no um, interaction with the band, just played the songs, and it was very flat."
0: Yeah, see, I, I, there you go. See, I mean, that's not my memory. I, I think I was just right. vibing the song so much. Uh, I mean, yeah, friend of the friend of the show, Lee Lewis. I remember sp- speaking to her the next day, and her being like, "Yeah, that was shit. He was bored and blah blah." blah. <laughs> and I was like, oh. "You know, in my mind, that's a classic show. Like to the point I never want to see it again because I don't. I don't. I know I'm probably wrong. I know I'm probably wrong, but
1: but you know, but gin will do that to a person. You know, you get four four gins in a straight shot and down, then yeah, you, you can enjoy a lot of shit."
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, look, we've 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 chatted a lot so far. I think probably what time for one more?
1: Let's do two more.
0: All right, two more. Okay. Who's, who's
1: the first there's one? There's two. Well, I'm gonna go. The Rage Against the Machine headline show.
0: Oh man, that was uh, fucking spectacular. It
1: was right. Just ridiculous. Yeah. That was the
0: same year they did their Finsbury Park show, wasn't
1: it? I think so. Yeah. It was 2010. Oh, so it was the same year as the ACDC one that we mentioned before, um, and they were so fucking. Hard as nails on the stage. Sorry. It wasn't like they were going through the motions. There was none of that stuff. Every song was out of this world. They didn't play a dud, one of those ones. There was no time where I went, all right, I'm just going to go for a piss now because this song's a bit average. Yeah,
0: that's an all time okay. favorite for me. I mean, you know, I, I don't think I've ever seen a bad Rage Against the Machine show, to be honest with you. Sure. Yeah, no, I don't think they got to them. All right, so we'll do one more. Uh, and, you know, for me, it's got to be tall. I say it's got to be tall. It's all of my favorite band of all time. Mm. I don't really think of them necessarily as a festival band. I've seen them at festivals and I've mostly liked them less than when I've seen them live. But yeah, that's fair. Having them come back last year and headline download after so long away, mm. to be surrounded with and just hear those songs again. Those songs that you kind of gone, ah, oh, you know, I'm not, I don't that. You know, I was in, no matter how much you love a band, you know, you see the same set a few times. You are kind of thinking, ah, oh, you know, I'm not that. But then you hear them live again in that setting, and yeah. All the blood flows through you, and you lose your fucking mind, and you have the best fucking time of your life.
1: Yeah, uh, and we had made very sure that we had had enough beers throughout the day that we were in the right zone for it. Oh yes. Uh, we again it was one of those bands where everyone in our crew was like okay let's all go and see Tool so we were all all watching them together that again the band were on point they're never not going to be good a band like that um, the sound was great where we were the set list I would say because the new album hadn't come out yet and they played two 12-minute songs yeah. off a new, a new album which were also kind of slow and ponderous I would have preferred if they had swapped those out for some of the classics. Get that, but I would have,
0: I'd have, if I'd have left that show without hearing something new after all of that fucking way, I'd have rioted.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, true, because yeah, the, the album wasn't even out at that point. So this was the only way to hear it. Um, yeah, it, it, was, it was brilliant. And I loved being part of it with everyone you know, of, of our crew around us. Yeah.
0: So this year it would have been System of a Down. It'd have been Iron Maiden. It'd have been Kiss in their last ever show until they do another lucrative reunion tour or whatever it wasn't a classic lineup for me this year but there was plenty of stuff to get excited about and i'm really really fucking because we're lucidly having a conversation at this point where are we now half past nine we would be fucking arsehole
1: totally i would be you know elbow deep in a tube of pringles and that would be the only thing i'd eaten all evening
0: i'd have barbecued twice by now
1: that's true or pizzaed yeah.
0: yeah. Last year, I took a pizza oven to Download.
1: Yeah. Um, it's, indeed, but we would be, you know, healthily getting through those beers, which were still cold on day one, and we would be having the time of our life, mate. Oh, man. Never mind. Next year. Next year, man.
0: Right. Okay, guys. Um. So let, let, Let's say a big thank you to Download Festival for being the backdrop for so many of our yeah. good times
1: over the years. I, like, and to, to Andy Copping, especially, because he's always sorted me out if I need to get, get a couple of bits extra.
0: Thank you very much. Um, and yeah, man, fucking what a festival that is. I've been to every single one. I hope I continue for many, many years until my fucking back gives out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) On the maritime.
0: Anyway, look, um, this was, this episode was for us more than for you. If the truth be told, we wanted to have a chat. If you've got something out of this, hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, if you thought it was absolute bollocks, we'll be back soon with, uh, more of the normal shit and uh yeah what a load of bollocks chris i'm gonna go and drink a fucking warm san miguel in my garden under my gazebo
1: right i'm gonna uh you know try not to sleep in my own vomit tonight
0: well that's every night
1: well i try every night sure
0: wicked well so everyone to everyone that's ever been part of our download crew uh if you if you go if you enjoy download if you're that's your thing share your memories Uh, online with us Um, we'd love to chat to you on Twitter about it love to chat to you on Facebook about it as always and guys you've been fucking amazing we'll catch you soon take it easy
1: nice one cheers bye thank you for checking out this episode of Pop Collaborate and Listen it was produced and edited by us for which we can only apologise we're on Twitter at PCL Podcast on Instagram, also at PCL Podcast, and facebook.com slash PCL Podcast. All of these, plus links to our various Spotify playlists, etc., are on our website, which is PCLPodcast.com. Please feel free to get in contact via any of the social media or on PCLMusicPodcast at gmail.com.